We are stoned and that's okay. So why don't you just stay? Sit back and listen. You don't know what you're missing. It's talking stone while getting sports. Welcome, fellow humans. You are listening to Talking Stone while getting sports with your host, Morgan Austin, season one, episode 40, I do believe. How is it going, buddy? Am I right again? You are absolutely correct. You are right on the, you hit the nail right on the head with that one. It is episode 40. We are here. We are recording. We are, we're doing it. Awesome. What, how's your week been, your weekend? Yeah, uh, week's been good. It's been nice weather. Uh, We had a little bit of rain today, but uh, this year we're, uh, fiance and I are doing, uh, garden so some of our veggies and stuff are coming in really nice already and that's uh very exciting and um yeah today was actually kind of funny we were uh, like you know it's sunday it's the weekend let's go get some groceries so we go to walmart and um well on sundays i guess everyone goes to walmart so even in a p- pandemic, people still go to Walmart on Sunday. Oh, it was lined up like crazy. It was ridiculous. We were just like, yeah, we're not waiting in line to go to Walmart. So we're going to try it again tomorrow. But uh, yeah, how, how are you doing? Uh, not too shabby. I didn't attempt to go to Walmart, but I mean, I went to Costco. Ooh, that could so, also be a risky one for sure. That was on Saturday mid afternoon. That was, um, it wasn't too bad. There's so much space in there. It is really not that bad. That's fine. Um, we got in there, got what we needed, got out all fine and dandy. Other than that, um, just heard that we have a date for our beach. Dodgeball to start up. Fingers oh, crossed nice. It. Fingers crossed it actually happens. Yeah. Um, that's supposed to be May 30th. So our team's all signed up for that. So nice. Waiting to hear on that. Other than that, just been relaxing at home. Can't do our, uh, my Saturday, Saturday night board game night right now because new restrictions again and stuff but uh yes and all that good stuff but one step at a time i guess and i guess other than that just been trying to figure out my uh what's going on with my cat's ear i don't know if he has an infection or if it's a little bit of earwax built up so i've been using this uh oatmeal juice basically to try and uh See if it's waxed and break it loose type deal. Um, see how it works in this week and go from there. But other than that, really just has sports and I'm really just annoyed at sports and I kind of just want to get sports. All right. I think we should get some plugs and then uh, get to sports. 
Yeah, good, because I'm already starting to get revved up because I'm starting to look ahead at my notes here, and uh, <laughs> I'm not too happy. So let's get these plugs going. Uh, you can reach me, Morgan. That's me, at Capture Morgan 2. Um, Is Morgan also, you? Capture Morgan 2. No, but are you Morgan? I'm Morgan, though, yes. Okay. I'm also baked, so I don't really hear you very well. That's fair. Anyway, um, rate, review, all that good stuff. However, you're listening, I want, I wouldn't mind getting some comments to see if we're progressing or if we're not progressing or if we should. Maybe you guys have some ideas. Um, let us hear them and Austin also has a few ways that you can tell us those ideas that you might have yeah for sure um, on Twitter you can reach us at Podstoned uh, or me directly at Fitzd Fitzgerald uh, there you can find us tweeting out the links for episodes and just general goodies uh, and then we're on Instagram as well we got TSWGS pod um talking stone while getting sports pod so we're there uh yeah anywhere there give us a follow give us a like let us know uh let us know just how excited you are to hear about how angry morgan is about sports uh i'm usually not that revved up and you guys can probably already tell (laughs) That I'm just fucking furious. No, I'm not that angry when it all breaks down. I'm just more frustrated. And that's with the CFL. We're doing another little switcheroo. And we've talked about NHL last episode first. That was different for us. We're talking about CFL first this episode. Um... It's not because it's free agency, nothing like that. It's because we got some kind of kind of conflicting news, but very I don't know. You guys will hear. <laughs> um so to start off, we got the Montreal Alouettes, one of their co owners, Gary Stern, has came out and gave a report. I saw this on 3Down Nation. I also saw this. He put it out on Twitter. Um, basically, what he's saying is he's kind of all for if the CFL and the XFL were to work something out, if it doesn't completely destroy the uniqueness of the CFL because he loves the league, at least that's what he claims. I never know with these multi-billionaires. What Fair. Kind of like a politician sometimes. You just never know. Oh, for sure. Um, but he's also came out and said that, and he's not the only owner, but this is the one that I've seen on Twitter, so that's what I'm going with. Because um, Twitter, you know, they know everything. It's true. <laughs> um. So he's came out and said that it doesn't matter fans or not, the CFL season 
it's going to happen and he's they're funding it um i've also like i said i've also heard that there's a few other owners that have came out and said the same thing or similar thing so that's can be all fine and dandy however randy ambrosi the commissioner of the league he came out and put out a huge statement middle of this week. I believe it was Wednesday or <laughs> Thursday. The days just make, they just all jumbled together. It's true. <laughs> so basically what he's said is that we now got a new start date of August 5th. Um, so that all that doesn't surprise me really because we're about it was supposed to start July tenth or sorry June tenth and we're almost through April already. But what's r- really has me pissed off is the fact that in twenty twenty they said the same thing or similar things and we all saw what happened. I know we were all hoping or wanting some type of news. We got news. But it's all not fine and dandy. He's not saying the league will start August 5th, 2021. 14-game season. Great Cup in December 12th. That's not necessarily set in stone yet. There's still two huge things that have to come forth and basically be approved. And that's approval of public health officials make sure it's still safe and all yeah. that stuff. And also permission from government to um, also to sign off saying that we can have some fans in the stands and all that deal. Um and he's basically, if you read the article, to me it comes off as he's just saying like he's saying these things to more or less say if this doesn't happen, then it's not on me. This is I'm doing everything I can. Blah 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 blah. Um and I'm just starting to get worried that the season might be canceled two years in a row. And if that happens, then because the XFL is supposed to come in year 2022 next year. Yeah. In the spring, players aren't going to want to stick around to see what's happening with the CFL for another full year. So, I highly doubt the CFL would just get every team would just have 53 rookies next year. So they're probably going to have to uh, end up merging with the XFL or that might be the end of the CFL. As we know it, I hate to say that, but it could be interesting to see every team, just their full rosters be completely rookie players straight from college that could be make a very interesting season 
that is true. Yeah, it would definitely be interesting. Um, so I can breathe for a second. What's your thought on this new date and what I've been rambling on about for a couple minutes here about Randy and Brosy? Plan. He's he also one more thing. He also says that he has backup plans within backup plans to those backup plans to those backup plans to those backup plans. Um, but they also won't really know more until early to mid June. So again, we still have to wait for a whole month to even know if there's still going to be. A, the season, what type of season, what's going on. So let me catch my breath. <laughs> what do you got, buddy? Yeah, well, um, eh, like you were kind of saying, it's not overly surprising that the date has changed. Um, we, I, I think we kind of talked about it when we first found out about that date, and we were like, that seems soon. Uh, but if they can get it to work, then great. And just not the case and i mean it is what it is right um i didn't think that they would by this time especially just with what's going on in ontario right now ontario they're they're getting hit pretty hard with this covert shit right now so and we have two teams hamilton and toronto out of ontario exactly so when two teams out of a league that isn't very big are in such a hot spot and travel within like it just I, I see why they're uh extending the date. I'm still hopeful. I'm still hopeful for a season. I'm I'm not I'm not holding my breath, that's for sure. But I'm hopeful. Yeah, like Randy and Brosy he has came out also said like there will be football in twenty twenty one. Well, guess what? He said the same thing that there will be football in twenty twenty. Yeah, the you year can just say things. Um, I we want to start seeing actual actions is what. Uh, like, I can't speak for all fans, but I know for myself, I'm tired of like I'm tired of the talk. Yeah, I'm tired of just these reports that he's just putting out. It seems like he's just putting out to the media just to try and please us, which is fine to a degree. <laughs> we want actual answers. At least I do. Yeah. Um, but that's enough for me about uh, CFL. I don't know if you have anything else you want to add. Um no, I've said my piece. I get we just again wait another month. Um, it could be interesting for a Grey Cup to be happening twelve days, before, well, I guess thirteen days before Christmas. Yeah, it also would go down in books. I heard today as the latest Grey Cup game ever. The previous date was December eleventh, so. I okay. heard that on another podcast, so... Fair enough. Let's just steal from that podcast. <laughs> Perfect. I mean, they put the info out there. I listen to it. I just repeat it. 
hey, what are you going to do? All right. Also, what is the NFL going to do and all the 32-plus teams in the NFL 2021 draft? Well, you can find out um, Thursday, April 29th and May 1st. Not just those two days. There's also some days in between. But <laughs> I, I'm i going to speak for Austin here. He can tell me to shut up if he wants to. But um, we like drafts. Um, True. It, it doesn't matter what sport. True. And the NFL draft can also really impact the CFL. So I'm going to be paying attention mostly who doesn't get drafted. Um, those players might end up coming up north to play in the CFL. But I'm also going to be paying attention to players like Chase Claypool from last year, who Canadian players who get drafted in the NFL is also really cool to watch. So basically how it breaks down, because um, they make it quite the spectacle, even though it's going to be virtual, all that stuff, televised. Um, first round, Thursday, that's April 29th. Second and third round is Friday. And then the last four rounds is May 1st on Saturday. So that's what we got. Um I'm not going to read off all the top names and all that stuff. We don't got that type of time, but it's true. What's your piece on the NFL? Um, I will say as much as I love drafts, uh, I always only really care about the first round. Um, Because after that, it's like, uh, you know, he might be good someday, but it's not a, it's not as exciting, honestly. <laughs> and I feel, and and it's and it's it's not to say those guys aren't important because obviously they are. Because without the first round guys, there wouldn't be full teams. So, uh, no, it's. But yeah, that's always you get to see the big names, and in our case, see maybe if some Canadians get picked. Yeah, it's just always exciting. I'm not. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to be one of those players or players, one of those people that sit down or have my phone on and watch it or, or any, anything like that. But I'll probably take a peek online with all said and done, you know, see what Canadian players and, you know, see how many quarterbacks were taken the first round and that type of stuff. Um, yeah. I think that's all I got for really football off the bat. Um, it's even confusing me a little bit to do football first. I think we're coming close to the end of the episode. That is not the case because unless Austin is going to stop me, this is time for the joke or joke segment. We're moving away from some trivia and going back to some laughs. And maybe not so much last. So, right off the bat, we got, <laughs> I like world records. I like any type of records. 
Rob Gronkowski, he is quite a character. He also doesn't shy away from the challenge. And he's now in the world record books for the highest football ever caught. Um, So basically what happened, they took a football up 600 feet in there by a chopper, dropped it. A few attempts later, Rob Gronkowski, the ground, catches it, counts as a record. I'm going to go right off the bat and I'm going to say I'm going to talk to that because that's like just trying to find that ball as it's traveling that distance isn't easy. Um, he did it in front of his, uh, I believe, the college that he used to went to. It might have even been in his high school. I didn't read that much into the article, to be honest. I was just impressed with the outcome. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to go to it. Yeah, so on this one, I um, I had not heard this, so this is kind of crazy. But uh, Rob Gronkowski is definitely the kind of guy that would try this, and I love him for that. That's it's because like no one is like, oh, who's the record holder for that? Like, but he was like, I want that record, and he went and got it. So props to him and props to Rob. I'm gonna I'm gonna talk on that one. Awesome. So we want a baseball themed one. And that's a guy named Madison Bogner. Um, he was playing a doubleheader. This is in the MLB. And because of a new rule, he that came out last year because of the pandemic. If you have a doubleheader, the second game is only seven innings. He ended up throwing a no-hitter in that seven-inning game. However, there's also a rule stating that a no-hitter, in order for it to count in the MLB record books, we're talking about records right now, it doesn't count as a no-hitter because it has to be at least nine or more innings. Right. So, I personally think that's a joke. Um, I think if you're going to change one rule, then you should look at anything that that rule might affect and mend it for a couple seasons or however long you have this rule in, maybe you have it for all time. They played the full game. I think he should be credited for a no hit. So I'm not going to talk to this. I think it's a joke. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's what I'm going with, buddy. Well, we're going to disagree on this one. Ooh. I'm talking on it. I, uh, I'm I'm going to be a stickler here for the rules and a stickler here for Hall of Fame things. You know, it's it's uh, it's not actually important, but it's important. And I think that 
everyone else was held up to that same standard. So I don't think at this point, then you should change it. It has to be a full nine innings or more. Not seven, not six, not eight, not nothing. It's got to be nine or more. So good on them for, and especially like the MLB is so, it's such a stickler for like the old rules and shit. Like it's, there's a reason they still use those dumbass fucking uniforms. Like there's no reason for those. It's just like, that's what they've always worn. But I digress. Toke on this one. All right. I guess you're getting slightly more stone than I am, and that's all right. But I do got one more uh, Tokajo thing here. And uh, so some people, no matter how old, I'm going to say old, they get, no matter what age they reach, they always want to try and accomplish things. They always want to try and sometimes throw messages out there. And this 56-year-old man who used to be a defensive lineman, his name's Darian Burns, Burns, sorry, Darian Burns. During 2020 and this pandemic so far, he's underwent a huge weight loss. I don't have actual numbers, but he is actually planning on making a, somewhat of a comeback to the CFL in hopes that he can play just one preseason game with the Toronto Argonauts in hopes that he can raise awareness to abuse kids. Um, if you want to know the full s- story on him, then I you advise that you go check out the article. Um, if you just Google his name, Darren Burns, it will come up. Anyways, it's long story short, he was abused as a kid. This other gentleman ended up more or less saving him. He got into football. He played football. Now he wants to Go back just to bring awareness. So I'm I'm talking, I'm straight up talking to this. Um, yeah, it's just impressive that no matter how old you are, you're still trying to better yourself, but also better the world. And yeah, so I'm talking to this. Yeah, it's uh, there's always the world always needs some help, and especially with this past year and a bit, um, any positive is a good thing. And yeah, it's uh, raising awareness for a good cause is always a good thing, especially something like that. That's I know a lot of people who've experienced or seen. Uh, children abused and and it's it's something that leaves such a long-term effect and it's such it's an unavoidable thing like something that so good cause and also good for him like good for getting back in shape after 50 it's not easy 
after 40, yeah. it's not easy. You know, it's so to do it at what you said, 56? 56, yeah. Yeah, so at 56, like that's impressive. And I would love to see him get out there for a preseason game. Cause like what like what's the difference if he is? Like, oh no, he he misses a play and you lose some points in a preseason game. Like I I like the idea. I like it. I'm I'm token on this. All right, well, while you do that, I am going to just point out that there could be, I'm not one of these people, but there could be someone out there saying that he's taking the opportunity from a kid to make an actual attempt to make the um, roster spot because he, he's not technically trying to make, you know, the roster on the open day one of the regular season. But if he's good enough... I can see people making the point, but I don't agree with the point. No, I don't agree with the point at all. Um, I'm just... I just know how the internet can be. Oh, totally. And But... you got a shout-out for us? Well... I think I do. Well, hit me with it. This week, this week's shout out. Uh, actually, I talked about it a little earlier in the show. Ooh. I uh, this week's shout out is shout out to Gardens. Shout out to Gardens. They've been bringing us delicious vegetables and fruit for thousands of years. Um, they ask very little in return, just some water, maybe occasionally some fertilizer, maybe some compost, you know, really add some nice, good soil, you know, and you get delicious food. You can also have beautiful flowers. It's, you can have both. It's, it's, it's a great thing. And who doesn't love a fresh from the fresh from the garden potatoes or carrots or beets or rhubarb or raspberries you know the list goes on so this week shout out to gardens for a second there i thought you were going to uh list out every single vegetable or fruit that you can grow in a garden i'm definitely glad they didn't do that so there's Um, beets there's turnips there's rutabagas you can't forget about squash and all the types of squashes butternut squash this spaghetti squash uh we got yellow squashy orange squash we got golden squash we got what we got potatoes we got red (laughs) and white potatoes (laughs) no 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 i won't do that i won't won't but yeah i'm just gonna add a little bit with just a little bit of elbow grease you know working up that soil you can kind of tie a little bit into our farming shout-out that we had a few episodes back. That's true. It's great to have amazing produce and feed yourselves and people around you. So, yeah, great shout-out. Shout-out to Garden. Love a garden. All right. I also don't mind some baseball. Um, I've been a little bit closer 
baseball more than lately. I'm not going to lie. It's honestly because of if you're, I want to sidetrack a little bit, but if you're a, a video game person, if you're an Xbox user, then you've been, and if you like baseball, then you might have been playing finally the show uh, 2021 MLB the show. Um, by the way, it's a great game. Um, it's not so bad. It's not bad. With me playing that, it's got my baseball brain triggered again. Um, so I've been paying attention a little bit to it. And I came up with this one particular article. And that was an article about the Dodgers. And I hope I say the same right. The Padres. Oh, I did it right. Sweet. Oh, yeah. So, a little bit about this. Normally, we wouldn't be talking about the Dodgers win 5-4 over the Padres. We wouldn't be. That's not normally exciting to us. No. Enough for to fill our time. But when there's a few twists like this one, um, the twist being there was a starting pitcher. He was having a decent game. He threw 87 pitches, getting up there in pitches. But it was five innings and third. So, you know, 87 and just over five pitches or five innings. That's getting up there. But starting pitchers, you can have. They go up into the hundreds more times than not. Um, nowadays, I guess, you're finding they get pulled around the sixth or seventh inning, no matter how good you're doing to try and save them. But it's kind of a really bad move on the coach of the Padres because they were up by one point. They decided to relief relieve their starting pitcher go to the bullpen they went to the bullpen yes they're supposed to save the games but I know it's easy for us we weren't there we're not baseball coaches or anything like that but he made a call didn't work out they ended up losing So, I don't know if you necessarily blame it on the coaches for making that decision by going to the bullpen, or if you blame it more on the players because they didn't necessarily do their job. I'm honestly torn on this one. Maybe, I don't know, Austin, can you maybe help me get off the fence one way? one way or another yeah um i'm honestly like i am a little bit torn as well but i'm kind of leaning on the side of like you got to be able to lean on your bullpen you know it's uh 
they got to be able to come in and finish a game and they weren't able to. So I don't think that's on the, I don't think that's on the manager. Yeah. I'm, I'm honestly kind of with you on this one. Um, one of the reasons was they're coming up some right couple right handers in the order and stuff, but it's like, he's already faced this order fire because he's already in the fifth inning so right um i don't i guess you do what you feel like is best sometimes you're wrong this time it didn't pan out um i really don't got much more to say so that's it that's all i got that's all you got as well all right well do you want to talk about your favorite sport? Yeah, let's do that. All right, we we can just skip it. Like it's been, I it's been over thirty minutes. I've talked enough. We can just we might as well just end it. Well, yeah, you may have talked enough, but no, uh, <laughs> we we we. Uh, I don't think we're done yet. All right. Well, I think Austin's favorite sport is hockey. Bingo. And. I have a few topics here, but I'm actually going to do a little twitch through and see if, before I continue, see if Austin has any hockey news. Sometimes he has some random stuff that he wants to bring forward, so I'm just going to check him with my good old buddy there in BC and before I move on. Well, I... um. Just want to throw it out there that uh, the Canucks won yet again. Um, so basically, oh no, they did lose to the Senators on Thursday. Yeah, they did beat Toronto twice in their first two games. Yeah, back. so they're they won back. three of four in their ga- four games back. So, so that's yeah. that's uh, they're basically uh, going to be in the playoffs. They're basically going to win the cup, I think. is what the At this point, thing. pretty much, yeah. Um, as a Flames fan, I'm very happy that um, we beat the Montreal Canadiens last two games that we played them. Um, so now we're within four points of the playoffs. So. <laughs> I will say, though, Canucks are only four points back of the Flames with six games in hand. Yes, However, some, some of those games, if not majority of them, I I guess not majority of them, but some of them are against Calgary as well. So those will be very interesting. Those are, yes, I yes, I'm very excited because <laughs> that's all supposed to happen right before the playoffs as well. So, um, also um, okay, I just realized something too, um, mm-hmm. that's kind of crazy. So. Vegas was the first team to clinch a playoff spot. I know exactly what you're going to say because I noticed it today too. Okay. Uh huh. But yeah, okay. So Colorado was the second. Mm. Not surprising, either of those. Mm. The third team to clinch a playoff spot, the Minnesota Wild. They yeah. are. So far ahead of Arizona, <laughs> they are 18 points ahead 
of Arizona. Put that. I, sorry, cut you off. Sorry, but um, put that in perspective. I was also looking at um, Toronto Maple Leafs and Calgary Flames. Are that that's their point differential is also eighteen points, and that's first to fifth. <laughs> Uh, no, it's 20 points. Well, no, because they're up to 47. Oh, okay. Sorry. My bad. But yeah, I cut you off, so sorry. What were you saying? Yeah, no, I just – that's crazy. And, like, St. Louis is one point behind Arizona, and then San – like, it's just – the fact that Minnesota is third, Arizona is fourth, is crazy. Yeah. Another thing I thought was crazy is – all those three teams, the only three teams that technically have clinched so far, are all in the same division. They're all in the Honda West, I believe. Yeah, yeah, that is kind of wild. I'm really curious as to how Toronto hasn't clinched it yet because at 65 points. The Flames can – they could drop and the Flames could still – technically tie them. I mean... If they were to lose every game... They they just need one point, I believe, is what's going to come down to. Right. So. Okay, well, anyway. I just... Uh, yeah, that's our kind of talk about the standings and what's going on. Um, but I believe we got a couple stories to get to. Yeah, I think in, like... I'm sure in a couple games here we're going to see it. A lot more teams clinching playoff spots. Yeah, uh, Sabers, I believe, is the first team to get knocked out of the playoff right? <laughs> so, if that surprises anyone, <laughs> shocking, absolutely nobody. But what's a little shocking to me, and it's really been happening more in the last few years than. I personally ever remember, and that's emergency goalies. Um, did you hear what happened in Ottawa? With, I did. Uh, how they had their uh, Anton Forsberg was injured, Marcus, um, or sorry, uh, Matt Murray was also injured. So they had. They're going off of the um, taxi squad list. Marcus on Hogberg. Hogberg, thank you. I'm glad I have you here with her name. That's the only reason why I asked you to do this podcast. See, and I'm just going to brag about myself just for a second. Oh, I I'm not Greg. looking at the name. I didn't even, I didn't know that you were going to say that name. But as soon as you were saying the name, I was like, I know who that is. Sorry, continue. Hey, little bit, little breaks are beautiful things. I love it. <laughs> Help me out, so we're going to go with it. Right. But we're not necessarily talking about him. I mean, he still didn't do too bad. They did lose four two, but there was a forward that's played seven hundred seventy seven hundred and seventy games as a forward. Um. Again, I'm going to ask for your assistance here. 
We got Artem Anisimov. Thank you, buddy. I love the assist. Um, I got you. Yeah, so Artem, we're, he had to actually dress up as a goalie, play backup, like we said, to Marcus. And I guess their teammates were just laughing and joking about it, just seeing this forward that they've seen the forward. He was also on the taxi squad, but he's he's played forward a bunch. And I'm not sure the last time he's played goalie, but it's been a while. And what what does your hockey brain have to say about this guy having to all of a sudden dress up in goalie equipment? And also, too, the fact that this has been happening quite often lately when you think about it for how much has happened in the past. Pretty it's cool. definitely, definitely been happening more often. Um, I honestly, I love the idea. I think it's great. It's like, they're panicking about finding someone honestly just put a player in because I I just think I don't know it works and to see him in the pads it was pretty entertaining uh, but yeah I, I'm I'm down with it especially because that way you don't have to worry well for one you have to have two goalies dressed but then also, you don't have to worry as much about going to like the emergency goalie route when and just the Zamboni driver having to all of a sudden be a goalie. At least this player, this forward, at least he was at least somewhat mentally prepared to yeah. possibly have to go in be between the posts. But didn't have to. They did lose. Um, that's kind of another funny thing. Is Ottawa still has, also has a chance to make the playoffs. So I don't know if they're out of it yet or not. I think they are. Are they now? Okay. Maybe not mathematically, but like basically. <laughs> yeah. You're saying they got a shot or a chance. I guess is the line. I fucked up the line. But nailed it. <laughs> one thing that Jason Spezza did not mess up is spreading some of his wealth and getting some of his other teammates to also spread their wealth to their a- AHL team. For the Toronto Argonauts, not Argonauts, sorry, Maple Leafs, <laughs> wrong sport. Their AHL is the Marlies. Yes, thank you. But yes, um, some players for the for the Maple Leafs, they ended up giving money to the Marlies, and they. Because basically what it's come down to is all those players that are playing the minor league, they don't get paid that much to begin with. Um, I mean, if you compare it to this CFL wage, actually, 
not too bad. Yeah. But right now they're also having to take a 52% pay cut, um, which is huge when the minimum salary is $51,000. Quite a few players or some players are getting paid more than that. However, um, it's a great gest- gesture, and it's awesome to see players like Jason Spezza do. Like he, even though he's had two entry level contracts now with Toronto, um, you know he's made a pretty pretty penny there. So oh, he's made some bank for sure. And the other players, like I'm sure Matthews and all bunch of players on Toronto, have all made have all made bank. There's no hiding it, and they might as well. They're getting creative of spreading out their wealth. And if this was in the Toker Joke segment, I would be joking to this because this is awesome. Yeah. Um, what What do you got say on Jason Spezza basically organizing this and getting it done? Yeah, I think it's great um, because the NHL players oftentimes have so much more money than the AHL guys, uh, especially time like this. It's nice to see. It's a It's a good gesture. Yeah. Um, whoops, I didn't mean to get that. <laughs> as much as I don't like Edmonton Oilers, um, I never like to see players get injured, and I never like to see them leave before they're mentally and actually want to leave. Not, I don't want them to just retire because they're injured and they're not going to bounce back properly in their mind. And the player I'm talking about is Oscar Clefbaum. Um, I guess right now, apparently he's wrestling with the idea that does he come back because he's going through pretty serious shoulder surgery and Right now, he's wondering if he comes back or not after he, after rehab. Um, he's taking it day by day, week by week, probably maybe even month by month. I'm not sure how long he's going to be out for, but I I would hate to be in this type of position that so many athletes are put in when they're injured if they're ever going to be able to play again it'd just be um awful so i'm gonna uh let austin speak here for a bit while i take a little take a little hoop here so yeah it's uh oscar clefbaum is a name you heard a lot because he had a lot of potential and he's he's definitely he's shown a lot of that in his time in edmonton but Throughout his time in Edmonton, it's been filled with injuries. And apparently he has had an arthritic left shoulder or shoulder since 
uh, high school that's been giving him problems and with all the injuries and everything. Like, it's just, I think it gets to a point where if it's, if it's a matter of health or hockey, you, you got to go health. You got to, you got to think of your life after hockey because there's a lot of that. And yeah, you don't play hockey forever. Like exactly. a long hockey life is mid thirties, maybe forties if you're lucky. Honestly, even mid thirties if you're lucky. Like it's not oh, yeah. tons of players have like a fifteen year career. You know, it's it's uh, it's, but no, it's it's disappointing because he definitely showed a lot of potential, but. If he doesn't come back, I I don't blame him. No, definitely not. Um, yeah, I hope him all the best. Even though, like I said, I'm not a Edmonton Oilers fan as a franchise, but I'm an NHL fan, and I don't want players to be go out before they're properly ready. And I honestly don't think if he didn't have this shoulder issue that he would be even considering retirement right now. So, um, no. Because I'm not sure of his exact age. I'm not. I mean, he's 27. He, 27. So I'm sure he would have a few years at least left of hockey left in him. So if he had a good shoulder, so I know hockey players are quite resilient and strong and play through a lot. So I honestly wouldn't be surprised to see him back on the ice either. Yeah, um, fair. That's really all I have for sports in general. Um, yeah. I'm looking over all my high-tech paper. I don't think I missed anything. Do you have any sport news that you want to talk about? Or, or is that it and that's all? That is it, that's all. That's it, that's all, folks. Um, I'm getting really excited for hockey playoffs. We're going to be probably talking about that. Oh, we're going to be talking about it. Because we're, what, about a month away, so it's not that long. Not that long. Um, Fingers crossed and knock on wood that we don't have any more hiccups, but I'm going to do my, finish off my stoner statement or whatever I call it. I don't remember right now. Um, Basically, CFL, just what the fuck. Um. (laughs) <laughs> NFL draft, I love it. MLB, baseball, they do weird things sometimes. <laughs> I like that you had to reiterate that the MLB was baseball. <laughs> I mean, sometimes people forget that the MLB, the Major League Baseball, is baseball. Hey, I don't make the rules. And sometimes, but something that people don't forget is hockey. Goalies come out of nowhere. 
that's what I'm going with. Everyone out there, stay stoned and stay safe. Bye.